Welcome to the 9642 Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Number 9. And this is The Fool. This is where me and The Fool give our unqualified and unrequested ramblings on the various issues in the world of sport. Or something like that. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to, as we enter the Northern Hemisphere summer and the Southern Hemisphere winter, about to talk about the, our favorite summer game, the uh, cricket. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one we were talking. I did a long winding remote, but yes, cricket. I know everybody's <laughs> going on. Everybody's obsessed with the IPL. There's going to be finals soon. We're going to have eliminators. Mm. Um, and stuff's going on in the T20 uh, leagues. We're going to have a World Cup this year uh, for the ODI format, yes. the old World Cup for the men's team. Also, the ODI for uh, the Women's World Cup predates the Men's World Cup Ooh, um, by yeah. two years. Yeah. So that is the oldest World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's still going on because yeah. we did have a World Test Championship in the 19 in 1913. All right, uh, yes. South Africa, Australia, and uh, England, in, uh, which was in England, and it. Uh, had a lot of rained out games, so not, yeah. not much happened. And they decided <laughs> it's a terrible idea, we're never doing it again. Which I think is a bit <laughs> true. But we're doing it again, and I think... What do you think about... This is now the second... As a, as a concept, ICC World Test Championship, you and I have been screaming out for it for years. Yes. It's not perfect, we don't like changes to the... We, we could have a whole podcast about it what changes we'd make to this championship. But yes. how do you like it, the way it is? I think I think it's going okay. Um, yeah. I think the I think change to the scoring is sort of... It might have helped. I think going the percent wins, it's, yeah. yeah. I think that sort of sort of helped along a little bit to sort of make things a bit even and worked out kink around, you know, mm. things not being played out on the rest, but... There's still more to be done potentially, but yeah, it still kept kept me somewhat interested. I mean, New Zealand sort of like caps were pretty average to start with, so that didn't really trigger as much um me as much interest because you know a bit patriotic and all the rest. And New Zealand team nicely. Yeah. Ironically, bottom uh, yeah, just to say that like bottom of the table, Bangladesh. Their only win was away from home at yeah. New Zealand. <laughs> Back at the um, and the like, it was a deserved win too. New Zealand actually yes. played quite well, and Bangladesh yeah. outplayed them in that game. Oh no, game. definitely. Yeah, no, that was a really good game by Bangladesh. They say it wasn't like New Zealand played poorly or anything. Bangladesh just had a plan and it worked, and they could execute yeah. it so well. I think New Zealand is. I'll. We can review New Zealand's thing, but I think going forward, New Zealand underestimated the value of spin bowling in New Zealand. Because yes. I think both Bangladesh and South Africa got wins in New Zealand with their spin bowling. Which I think fine if Bangladesh does it, but South Africa should never be in that position where they read a pitch, local pitch better, and they used... Their, like, I think as a rule... New Zealand spin produces better spin bowlers than South Africa traditionally. Yes. Now that's very much changing in South Africa because the pitches are getting hotter and drier, and they're almost going back to their roots. Like 
one could argue the spiritual home of leg spin is South Africa. That's where the, you know, uh, they won. You know, the googly got mastered, and like you, yeah. you know, they won their first Test series against England four-one with a squad of like four leg spin bowlers who all bowled googlies. Oh, nice. Like that's an uh, uh, Aubrey Faulkner, legendary South African. Uh, all-rounder who's the, still the only player to have a career batting average above 50 and a career bowling average under 25 so uh -huh. incredible yeah. player but you know if you are really really good at bowling googlies and nobody knows what a googly is you'll have a really good bowling average i'm sure <laughs> yeah, uh, just, yeah something jared kimber and i have been talking about but we'll not name drop much further <laughs> um but yes, New Zealand, defending champions of uh, coming sixth. Obviously, a disappointing campaign. Four wins um, in this series. So obviously, they won the second Test match against um, Bangladesh, and they won the second, first Test match against South Africa. Mm. They got swept by England in England, and. They uh, they managed to get a draw in India, but and but in the second game they uh, they lost uh, by an innings. Yes. Was it by an innings? Yeah. Uh, it was by an innings. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it was an innings. It was uh, won by 372 was, runs. So yes. Big win. Yeah, yeah um, big big win. But yeah, you know, Ajaz Patel did get 10 wickets, so that's a yeah. highlight, I think. Um, and a draw hard. in India is not easy to do. That was good batting, and I think especially doing it in Kanpur. So yeah. that was a good performance. So India, Bangladesh didn't look too bad until they lost to Bang uh, to uh, New Zealand, then lost to losing to Bangladesh. You could have kind of gone, okay, maybe this is like we'll somehow sneak an away win, but uh, that was going to be hard to come for New yeah. Zealand. They lost all their games in England. Um, then they went to Pakistan, where both games were drawn, and yeah. they uh, went to. Uh, and then the Sri Lankan team came, and they won both games. Once by one by an innings in the Basin Reserve, and then uh, they won by two wickets at the at Hagley Oval, which was a very competitive game. I thought South Africa, uh, Sri Lanka played quite well in that game. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, we knew that that was they were just playing for pride, and Sri Lanka have um, Sri Lankan cricket team probably have other things on their mind at the moment. It's a bit unfortunate uh, for the uh, yeah, people from that country. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we, if anyone's been following in the news, obviously things definitely back the, uh, that uh, things have not been going well there in the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, so I think though overall Australia India getting to the finals, that's a fair result. I yeah, mean, yeah, no. South Africa finishing third, also a fair result. I think yeah. they did the uh, they were the second third most dominant team. I think, and they were very close to almost getting through. I think that was also fair. Um, England coming back to come forward, like that is a comeback because English cricket. Uh, almost looked dead and buried in the last 
in between the Test World Championships, like especially after the, the Ashes. Yeah. But you know, when in doubt, you talk to uh, you talk to Brendan McCollum. You know? <laughs> exactly. And I just love that combination: Brendan McCollum and Ben Stokes, just two sons of the mainland, showing, coming back to the mother country and showing them how it's meant to be done. Yeah. You know? Like, no, you guys got it wrong. This is this is the right way. Just Obviously, listen. like Ben Stokes is Maori, so you know the UK is not his mother country. But you know oh. what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're sort of saying. <laughs> No, I think but yeah. One of the good things the last this 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 um bit of the championship has been baseball. I think the English team have just shown yeah. played a very entertaining style and even like the test matches they played against New Zealand which were not part of the World Test Championships, like losing by one run, how incredible yeah. was that? Match? That was incredible. Like that was one that of was the crazy. incredible games. And like that was one of the other highlights of this cycle for New Zealand, even though that wasn't a points game, quote-unquote. Mm. Um, and, like, just being able to watch that sort of uh, game in New Zealand, like, because almost, there's almost no point going for the draw now, if you're playing in a non-points game, what are you doing? Yeah. What was the point? Literally, like, yeah, no pun intended, but, but yes. And then England coming back to draw the series against India. Um, India have some weaknesses, for sure. This is not the perfect Indian team that we New Zealand faced in the finals last year. Yeah. And the uh, Australian team also has its weaknesses. What is... Okay. If I was to offer you five... Uh, offer you... Uh, offer you a bet like I reckon Australia is going to still bring in three left-handers into that match against India would you take that bet or be like oh no definitely three or more left-handers in that batting lineup in the top order mm. despite okay, yeah. like the fact that they're going to face Ravi Ashwin who eats yeah, left-handers yeah. for Let's, breakfast left-handers. well I guess the question is you know who else, really? But I don't think they would. Well, it's hard like, because like they've David been doing Warner's so well. Gonna play. Yeah. David Warner is going to play. Travis Head is probably going to play. So that's two lefties right then and there. And you've got Steve Smith. Yeah. That's just three. Yeah, that's mean. It's like. Okay, Smith, fine. He's a gun. Absolutely incredible player nobody's uh i think we could all agree on that but all the others you're just like but why australia he's not gonna work against india they literally uh are designed to beat this and uzi as well he's like yeah 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 i was about to say courage as, as well but at the same time how do you leave these guys out they're playing pretty good they're getting good scores but it is india so yeah yeah, do you just back yeah. them and say, we know, you know, Indians, like, if bowling is really good against left-handers, but we back you guys to understand that and to, to play through yeah. it. Because who else do you pick? And I guess it, it'll be at the oval, which is not a bad pitch for spin as well. Yeah. Like, either oval, the oval or the lords would, is a not bad pitch for spin, so it's not like they're necessarily having, like, a giant advantage. 
going into England. It'll be played in mid-June. That's possibly the only thing. Like, it might not turn as much because it's earlier in the summer. It might be cooler. But if, it, if Australia were to win this uh, tournament with... Uh, 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 next month, do you think? Because that I think Usman Kawaja, second highest run scorer in the tournament after 16 mm. matches, 1,600, 1,608 runs in 16 matches. That's good value in anyone's well, book, I think. That's very good. Yeah. Um, 69.91 batting average. Nice. Yes, and very yeah. 57.50s. Obviously, highest is Joe Root. Obviously, yeah. Joe Root is an incredible player. Like we're yeah. not questioning, but England are not in the business end of the tournament. So, yeah. I mean, Joe Root. Well, that's 12 more ga innings that he played to get 300 more runs. Joe Root, so. yeah, 12 more innings to get 300 more runs, and he's at 22 matches versus 16. So like Uzi, I think he, like to me, I think he's already player of the tournament. But yeah, um, I am happy to be convinced uh, otherwise. But there's also some other great, incredible, uh, great performances. Kagizo Rabada, 67 wickets in 22 innings. How good is that? Three that, oh, five wickets. That is crazy, actually. That's really good. Uh, Nathan Lyon, think about for an off spinner, yeah. 32 innings, 83 wickets, I know. five nice. five twers, and one ten for. Oof. Oh yeah. You love to see it. Like I think Kagizo Rabada had a bowling performance of his life. But if you're gonna give it to a bowler, surely it's Rafi Chandran Ashwin. Yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> bowling average of 19.67. Exactly. Uh, 26 innings. Uh, and getting 61 wickets. He won, yeah. Obviously, he's an off spinner. He gets a lot of wickets in India, but he's getting wickets away from home too. So, yeah, I think that's the big thing there, right? He's he's performing not just in Indian conditions; he's performing all round. So yeah, it's yes. Just, it, and seems to be a, a spearhead of that, or well, a key point of that Indian attack. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Oh. It's actually going to be interesting because you got. Two of those, obviously, in the um, in the final there, and just seeing how both those attacks, okay, and, um, how they do against each yeah, other, yeah, how, how they do against each other, how they do against the Burners, and playing in England, you know. So it'll be uh, make for interesting viewing. And on another highlight for New Zealanders. High score of the tournament is 252 by Tom Latham, New Zealand captain. Oh, yes. um, Kane Williamson got two double centuries, 215 and a 200 not out. Henry Nichols got a double century as well. So, yeah. four double centuries from New Zealanders in this cycle. So, but I think that's the most of any country. And obviously, oh, yeah. best bowling figures of the tournament go to Ijaz Patel, 110 for 119. <laughs> No questions about that. Also, best no. match match figures, 14 for 225. Nobody was going to beat that, so well done, Ajaz. Um, or Ajaz Patel, I don't yeah. know how he first to be called. Um, Matt Henry getting the fourth best bowling figures of the tournament against South Africa, where he got his seven for. That was a great 
performance from him. Seven for twenty-three. Very good. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. So he's done very well. Um, and looking at the batting averages, the highest batting average is Kane Williamson, but obviously only seven hundred fifty-two runs. He was injured for a long part of the season. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not considering him for a player of the tournament. Second highest is Saud Shakil, who's just come into the team, the new prodigy of the Pakistan team. 580 runs, only five games, 10 innings, 580 runs. Great, great return. Um, 72.5 batting average. And Usman Karja, as we mentioned, just under 70, 69.91. Just incredible performance. Incredible, yeah. And oh, best yeah. bowling average is Scott Boland, who played uh, in the Ashes, made his debut this tournament. Rookie of the tournament? Yeah. Because he's going to do tournament. We're going to think yeah. best new player, like South Shaquille, is up there. Like 500 runs, 580 runs, nothing to sneer at. But No, that's pretty good. Scott Boland getting, uh, getting uh, 28 wickets in seven matches, 13.42. <laughs> Bowling average. Oof. We got to give something to a bowler, right? Like surely yeah, rookie yeah. of the goes to him. I definitely like that's crazy as um you say just come in and just made such an impact. And also just the side note, high successful run chase. England's on this five times, so it's 378, 299, and 296. Wow. Twice against New Zealand. Um, New Zealand chased down 285 against Sri Lanka uh, earlier this year, and England chased uh, chased down 378 against India. The run rate of 4.93. Um, they managed to chase down the New Zealand scores at a run rate of 5.98 and 5.44. Obviously, wow. Kyle Jameson got injured in one of those games, so mm. New Zealand's bowling lineup came much weaker but yeah that's definitely the low points for New Zealand injuries Carl yeah, Jameson yeah. um Kane Williamson Kane Williamson obviously Trent Bolt is probably oh, yeah. not gonna play in the next cycle for New no. Zealand in the upcoming tournament we can have a bit of a look at that so we have a we know the schedule for the next Test World Championships we, would do. we do um other than New Zealand, obviously, baseball, uh, Australia and England played very... Australia and India played very, very well. If you were to... Obviously, this is not going to happen. Like, in a tournament, like, it's like, obviously, I'm from... I'm born in Bangladesh, Bangladeshi person. Even though Bangladesh are bottom of this table, I think, look, if we were a proper league, we should have relegation. It's kind of nonsense that Afghanistan and Ireland and Zimbabwe, who are full members, don't get to be part of this. I think that is very yeah, unfair. Yeah. And their cricket's going to stagnate if they're not part of the... Do we like have maybe, a... we do a, maybe we do a... For relegation, we do a thing that's done over two cycles so whoever gets promoted at least gets to play a turn you know play a cycle without worrying about you know without getting relegated they get to play another cycle so they develop you know mm. what i mean like yeah, yeah. like Do i think maybe second division or is it just a, a second a... i would like to have a second division i think we have afghanistan um ireland and zimbabwe okay. we can very easily i think put in scotland and uh, the Netherlands now, very competitive. 
Yeah. It doesn't have to be a full nine-team division. It can be a six-team division. Yeah, it's the same. If you get one more on that six, that's that's pretty good. But you don't want to press any finances or anything of these of the smaller nations here. But giving them something to play, yeah. smaller because format. Because the six-team can obviously it'll be relegated if whoever comes six. And basically, I think Afghanistan, Ireland, Zimbabwe, and then Scotland and the Netherlands. They're so far along better than everybody else. Like, they wouldn't lose to the sixth team in a test match, I don't think. No, like, the Netherlands are good enough to compete against the test playing teams, as are Scotland. Yeah. And then Which, you... Yeah. I mean, you can just do it as the fifth, as the five teams there, and then do it sort of... Like, I think having before. a sixth come in to develop them, so they get to play two yeah. cycles, and then if they... If there's sixth over two cycles, like, you look at their total points thing, then yeah. they get relegated and we get another team. You go, yeah, you were just quite ready. Or we make a decision else. of whether we expand it to seven teams. Like, oh no, they're competitive, they're doing really well. Yeah. Like, I think we can give the people who are full members, like, immunity from relegation into the third tier for now, because we think yeah. the two new teams should be given a chance. Well, this is to... like a, yeah, this is like a development um, division, right? So it's just like, yeah. it's just treated as a development. So, yeah. The ones that we know are decent, they stay there, and it's just we're mixing up the, the rest of them. Because the team will probably be something like the UAE, which has already hosted test matches, so it's got the infrastructure yeah. and everything like that. Um, or a team like Namibia? I guess Nepal. Yeah, or Namibia. Namibia is still yeah. very amateur, from I understand, like because I've followed a lot of South African podcasts in yeah. the last months. I was just thinking they did um, well at Namibia the T20 World well, Cup. But it's, They've been to the T20 World Cup, but they're basically like, we have maybe 50 players in the country. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of, like, the club system's going up and they're trying to, you know, travel around the country and find people who play outside of Windhoek and Welvis Bay, right. two big cities, and trying to get more. Namibia is not a big country either, so. No. Namibia, Papua New Guinea. USA, Canada, they'll eventually get Like, I don't mind the idea of the USA becoming the seventh of the second division eventually, because they're going to have minor yeah. league cricket, they're going to host the World Cup, and obviously, growing the game, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, and I think... If it being a development league, you can sort of just play it by ear each cycle anyway. Like, ah, it's five. We only feel like only five teams can do it. We'll just... Does it just be a little mini tournament over, like half the cycle, last half of the cycle, just to, to get there and see if anybody's ready to get into the next cycle and be like, yep. And then you could have a playoff game or just have straight relegation, I guess. It's, yeah, yeah if you I set think up you the lower league... relegation is... for the bottom team, and I think maybe the eighth place team plays a... could play a uh, a playoff with the second place team. In the what I would do is, as you get more in the cycle, say, because you've got the one going up being... Yeah, if someone gets promoted up, they're out there for two cycles. If they do come last, then the eighth team plays off against the, the top team of the development one for the next one. Like, it's not a straight relegation because the relegation spot was the previous promotee, but the eighth place one, okay, yeah. if you're better than the promotee, so it gives, like, if you get relegated out, so in this case, Bangladesh, yeah. it gives Bangladesh an immediate bounce back. They don't have to wait two cycles to get in. They can... Maybe yeah. one cycle of the development league, be like, we're much better than these lot, and then go beat whoever it is in, in second to last, you know? I see what you're saying. So, yeah. like, if a team that got relegated can get itself 
promoted. Like if the West Indies are still second worst or worse after two yeah. cycles, then we the team that got relegated last season gets a playoff against them. Now we could do a system like that. Like we're obviously spitballing, but I think you could easily. There's money in Red Bull cricket. Ironically, what might happen is that seven team might be Saudi Arabia because there is a lot of rumors about them bribing the rest of the non-big three teams into their fold. Basically, the live golf of test cricket. Oh, I see. And it sounds like they might be successful. Oh, that can be interesting. So watch this space. Like, obviously, this is like nothing's happened here yet, but we... Uh, it could. It, we need to keep an eye on it. Like there's lots happening in the world of cricket. Um, but without further ado, let us look at the teams that we're going to be in playing in that next cycle. So yep. Australia are not going to play against Bangladesh or South Africa. They have India at home, Pakistan at home, and West Indies at home. And they have England away. Obviously, the tournament opens with the Ashes and in oh, yeah. England. Um, they play. Um, I'm here to New they Zealand. Play, they come to. They come to New Zealand and they come to. Uh, they go to Sri Lanka. Yeah. Like that tournament against New Zealand's going to be a very big marker on how New Zealand cricket are adapting post. There's a, they're in a rebuilding phase. It's going to be February 2024, so next year, and March 2024. All right. Yeah. So. Trans-Tasman Trophy. We'll see how those games play out, but New Zealand can win those games. Um, yeah. It'll be like a big come. It'll be the comeback for going into the going into the tur tournament. Um, Bangladesh are play. Do not play Australia and England, as as we mentioned. They're not playing Australia. They play uh, New Zealand at home, South Africa at home, and Sri Lanka at home. Mm. Winnable. Very winnable. Yes, I think. Um, and away from home, India, okay, they're going to lose that. Pakistan, <laughs> probably lose that or draw that. Maybe. because Could draw that. Just matches where everybody draws. Yeah. And two in the West Indies, that's a plus yeah. game, potentially. Potentially an away win series, we don't know. Um, England, we have uh, five. Obviously, they're hosting the Ashes. Just, yeah. Five matches: two versus Sri Lanka at home, and three versus the West Indies. Yeah. Um, at home, and then they're playing. And look, they lost to the West Indies at home in the last cycle as well. Oh, they so did too. Yes. The West, are, the West Indies have been competitive against big three teams. Um, yeah. They. The West Indies have been the West Indies. Yes. Um, England. They also play um, England, uh, India away from home. They play New Zealand away from yeah. in New Zealand, and they play Pakistan in uh, in Pakistan. So baseball will work in Pakistan, I think. In India, we shall see what sort of pitches we get. Especially over again, five like, matches. Like yeah. they have no choice but to play pat baseball because yeah. regular English cricket doesn't work in India. Yeah. So see, might as well may try. Well do baseball. Yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting what happens in New Zealand. Because that was a very close series. Yes. That's I mean and it's gonna be interesting in New Zealand, that's gonna be um 
Yeah. Very interesting. And they're not going to Bangladesh or South Africa. And South Africa was a place where baseball didn't work because they have very good bowling pitches. So, once they also like England. I'm not worried, quote unquote, about their batting, but what sort of bowling lineups are they bringing? Like, Jimmy Anderson and Chris Broad's surely not going to be there at the end of this tournament, 2020. You wouldn't think, no. They've been around for a very, I mean, very possible, long time. But yeah. It's possible. Like, look, I would put nothing past the GOAT, Jimmy Anderson, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, next, we've got India. Uh, Two obviously playing two series, two match series against Bangladesh at home. Should win that five match series against England. That could be close. I can't see any anyone sweeping that series. No. Three versus New Zealand at home. Once again, New Zealand did not mm -hmm. do the best in India. So yeah. look, look, New Zealand managed to scam a draw. I think New, New Zealand <laughs> will be happy to scam a draw or two in a three match yeah. series against India. So it's it's nice that we got upgraded to a three match series as opposed to the two match series. <laughs> Apparently, we begged them to only have a two-match series. India wanted oh, really? a three-match series. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Oh. That's interesting. New Zealand always begs, and India's always like, yeah, yeah, we'll play three-match series here in New Zealand, also at home there. We're happy to play you guys. We love playing you. We're like, no, 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 we lose so much money <laughs> if we have yeah. three-match series. I don't understand that in New Zealand. I just thought in India. It's not a, it's a big issue. I think also potentially was because there was a T20 World Cup coming up and it was uh, going to yeah. clash the uh, IPL. Right, yeah. And they needed the, probably wanted more time playing T20. Uh, it was a bit of a crowded schedule last yeah. cycle. I don't blame that. Like India generally does ha is happy to have three match series against New Zealand. Yeah. Because um, test matches make money in India, so they're yeah, happy to play more. Um, they're playing five against Australia in Australia. And look, I'm going to say this now. India are going to beat Australia in Australia again. Because that's what they do. Right? Yeah. And it's always funny. And it is always funny. They might lose the first game. And Aussies will be like, oh yeah, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. And then, you know, at the end they'll be like, oh yeah, we lost at the GABA again. Yeah. Okay. They've got... <laughs> Yeah, two matches uh, against South Africa. South Africa, that'll be close. Other than Sri Lanka, no subcontinental team has won a series in South Africa. So yeah. South Africa should be quite... Uh, quite happy. Uh, spoiler alert, South Africa should be quite happy about their home games they're playing. And they play West Indies at West Indies. And like, yeah, West Indies can beat any team at home, I reckon. West Indies yeah, yeah. are one of those teams that shouldn't be afraid of anyone, but also... Yeah, they're not good. But the thing is, they give themselves chances because they're good bowling pitches. They they develop yeah. green tops and make really good bowling pitches. You're giving yourself a chance against the good teams when you do that. Yeah, exactly. New Zealand does not do that. They make good batting pitches at home, which is why that game against England will be interesting. Three match series against England, two match series against Australia. Let me say it now. We're going to sweep the Aussies. 2-0. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. 2-0. 2-0, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Get back home. Send your B-side uh, next time. Three, uh, three games against England. Look, I can never underestimate Benjamin McCollum, so maybe that'll be a drawn series. Two versus South Africa. Come on, we have to try and beat them this time. Like, yeah. you know, they scammed a win with spin. We've developed better spin bowling in that time, I'm sure. We should be yeah. able to 
It should be able to beat him. I think the other part, like, as I was mentioning, I don't know if this was off air if we recorded this, South African pitches have become more spin friendly and they are developing yeah. more and more spinners because, you know, the pitches are becoming, because with climate change, they're becoming drier and more turny. So, yeah. um, New Zealand's sort of going to be going through that as well at a slower pace. Like, it'll always be good. We'll always get the ball to swing in New Zealand because of the condition in the air. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like we're getting more and more sun and more and more UV that'll be developing a more turny pitch because that's what that pitch was it's out that both pit both games that New Zealand lost they didn't come in with a spinner in the game like a frontline no. spinner in the game and I think it cost them both games no, it did. no we relied on previous the previous cycle where we won everything with our four seamers at home I mean ah we win anything with four seamers at home but you're right the pitch has turned more um and I think if it's just very good for batting, you need a spin bowler who can bowl efficient overs yeah. to take pressure off your other batters so that then put other bowler on the other side so they can, mm. uh, uh, you know, take on a big workload. And like, Neil Wagner's not going to be around forever. I know, no. love him, but he's, you know, he's not going to be. We have to plan for our post-Wagner He's another Again. one that seems unlikely to make it through the next cycle, really. I mean, yes. probably will, because it's Neil Wagner. But, you Neil know. Wagner, but, yeah. Um, he doesn't play white ball cricket, so it's more likely than yeah. Jimmy Anderson. Um, but Trent Bolt is... I don't know how many test matches he'll play. We'll see. He might play Didn't a lot of home ones. Technically none, I think, or have they changed their status on him? He said he's going to play at the World Cup. Oh, okay. So, um, we'll see. But that might be a swan song, and after that it might be a proper international yeah, yeah. retirement. And, you know, he's done his dues. He's played. He's I'm not. a long service. I am not begrudging him earning his he, money. and like. He can know. do... Yeah, exactly. Bolte has done plenty for New Zealand. Well, he's allowed to... Like, I'm going to take it easy and earn some good money in the last few years I've got actually playing the game. I, I will not begrudge him yeah, any choice he makes. lefties, though. At, they used to mm. grow on trees in New Zealand, like lefty bowlers. Yeah. And we seem to be lacking them at the moment, which is the problem. Yeah. Would be like, Tim Saudi needs another bowler. Like, Carl Jamieson, if he comes back fully fit, obviously will be a great first change, I think. Then we need a good. Oh, I think we have a good speed. I think we need to give Ajaz Patel an opportunity. Yeah. He just needs to play at home. Just play him more. Can do, yeah. and then we've got Ish Sodi as well. And, yeah. And I don't. Michael Bracewell is a sort of all-rounder type, and Mitchell Satner for, oh, Mitchell for Satner. that matter. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we have to give them opportunities, and then we've. Yeah, we need to find a good left-arm pacer. Yeah. This is the thing. Uh, but, yeah, D D Matt Henry, Duffy, they're all fine. It's just that the attack looks a bit samey. Other than yeah. Kyle Jameson. Like, in the pace-bowling side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But, yeah, Matt uh, Henry, I think, is very able to step in. No, he's very samey to everything else, but he's a very good bowler, so... He's yeah. been unfortunately behind Trent and Salvi the whole time. 
So the away series for New Zealand, we've got two in Bangladesh. But Bangladesh took one off us, took one yeah, game here, scary. so there's a revenge aspect to that one. But New Zealand has never lost a test match in Bangladesh. Um, three against India, and like I said, I think New Zealand would be happy to take a draw in a couple of those games. Even a, yes. a drawn series would be incredible. Definitely. And two in Sri Lanka, look, we want to beat Sri Lanka. 2 we beat if them. we can. We just beat them 2-0, wasn't it? So I would hope yeah, we could turn that around and do the same thing again next cycle. If we can beat... If we can win a series in Bangladesh, win a series in Sri Lanka, and beat the Aussies at home, and beat the South Africans at home, that should be enough to get you to the finals, be, I think. We're pretty close, I say. It will come down to those... Especially yeah. if we get a drawn series in the other ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It will come down to how, how we've formed against England at home and India away. As long as we don't bottle either of those ones, then that should be... I think we're pretty well lined up this time. Yeah. Well, Pakistan are playing two against Bangladesh, three against England, and two against the West Indies. Mm. I can see England beating Pakistan. I think you could even... Bangladesh and the West Indies might draw those series, but Bangladesh has lost to Pakistan. They're poor at touring there. Yeah. So that be... And they lost to Pakistan at home, so that's mm. not a good sign. No. Um, they've, they're touring Australia, which is, I think, a loss. Unless... Ah, oh, unless their bo their their bowling lineup really improves, um, they've got they or you know they discover a gun off spinner to take yeah, yeah, out yeah. the piece. <laughs> like okay, a gun off spinner is the way you win in Australia. Like that's just how it is. It is Two versus time. Pakistan versus South Africa. Like I said, no Asian team has won a series in South Africa. Yeah. And two against Sri Lanka. It's unfortunate for Sri Lanka, but yeah, I think Pakistan are going to beat them. Um, yeah. They're further along at the moment. Like, Pakistan have a good team. Like, Babar Azam's incredible. Um, Mohamed Rizwan's incredible. They've got a great line batting lineup. Um, doesn't matter that they're slow at test cricket. So. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. If their bowling lineup doesn't get injured, they're very, very good side, yeah. in my opinion. Um, then we've got South Africa, and as I said, as I slightly spoiled ahead, they've got the three Asian teams visiting them, India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka. Yeah. If a South Africa can win those three series at home, like, they shouldn't be afraid of touring Bangladesh. Shouldn't be afraid of touring uh, New Zealand. The West Indies, yeah, the West Indies occasionally are a banana peel team to South Africa, so, yeah. We'll see, but South Africa, to me, look, once again, they look like a team that should be there at the business end of the tournament Definitely. to be one of those teams that are going to potentially make it the final. Yeah, no, exactly. I think this is a very good um, uh, They're not playing list Australia them. and England, so two yeah. good teams that I think they wouldn't, they don't have to play. Like, Australia always beat them. And yeah, England they have a more even, uh, even record with. Um, but you get India at home, as you say, having the record of, you know, subcontinental yeah, teams home, not beating that record. Yeah, yeah. India, uh, India lost that series in South Africa, so yeah, you know, no reason why South Africa can't do it again. Exactly. Um, next up, you've got Sri Lanka. Do you 
they host both Australia and New Zealand at home in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And they uh, away from home, they go to Bangladesh, go to England, and go to South Africa. <laughs> Look, I think they might be able to scam a win in there somewhere. They'll probably beat New Zealand, maybe. Because mm, New Zealand maybe. does occasionally lose in South Africa, in Sri Lanka. Right. They, we absolutely pwn them when they come here. But yeah. we tend to lose a game or two when we get there. We tend to draw um, game, draw series, um, games over yeah, there, and then maybe lose one, and that loses us the series. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia's ditto. Uh, Sri Lanka is going through issues. We'll see how much of this tournament these games will go through and whatnot, and how that works out. Um, the West Indies they host Bangladesh. They've Bangladesh's only uh, first away series victory was against the West Indies. Um, and those pitches will suit Bangladesh. Uh, two against India once again. Yep, they will suit India and against South Africa. All winnable for the West Indies. Don't know how they'll perform. I could see drawn home series in all three. And Potentially, yes. So it's all win- winnable for West Indies, but also very losable for the West Indies because that's the Windies at the moment. Yes. They're not playing Sri Lanka. They're not playing Sri Lanka. They're not playing New Zealand. And they're playing Australia in Australia that I feel like the Frank World Trophy is not going back to the Caribbean. No. Three against England. They can sneak in a drawn away series there. And potentially. Versus Pakistan, that's potentially a drawn series again because yeah. West Indies batting is not terrible. And Pakistan has made very batter-friendly surfaces Yeah. in the last cycle. Um, once again, I've been talking a lot about political uncertainty in Sri Lanka. Pakistan is not in the best of political no. situations. Well, how many of those games in Pakistan end up being played, we will Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, like, obviously, I hope they all do. This is not me wishing any of uh, any sort of thing on anyone, but yeah, no, just no. say... A bit of that realism that... into the conversation. Yeah, yeah, unfortunate realism. Yeah. But, yeah, I think New Zealand... Are, we knew it was a tough tournament last time for them yeah. to get through, and I like it that we're play. We always play the the top three teams. I feel like our seeding and our you know test performances have uh, warranted it. Like we shouldn't miss out on playing India or England or Australia. Like yeah. last time we didn't have Australia, and it was like yeah, we still didn't get through. But we need to burn our demons against Australia so Australia at home this is the matchup we've been wanting so I yes. hope whoever whoever's going to retire during or after this cycle wait till we have that wait till yeah. 2024 uh, March well, February 2024 yeah well that's only uh, next season so there's like, a World yeah. Cup wait till next season and then we're at then, it's basically yeah, yeah. It's basically Fall, the next, everybody come else. back to beat Australia let's just yeah. get this done Let's just get this done. I'm back for this. You, you know you want to. Australia. Yeah. It's, like, we've it, got... it's all part of this next... Um, obviously, we've got the South Africans in the same same summer, so they're February, and then the Australians after you... that. So, yeah. so, obviously, like, assuming Kane, William... Like, let's just assume worst-case scenarios. We don't have Trent Ball, we don't have Neil Wagner, we don't have Kane Williamson. Mm. Just so that we can do this exercise. Tom Latham is obviously opening the innings with Devin Conway. 
in that situation, yeah. or do you, or Will Young? No, Will Young. Conway can be three or four. Conway bats three if yeah. if Williamson retires or oh. is is unavailable. Um, and who Henry Nichols is fourth. But is Henry oh. Nichols enough of a run machine to be four? No, probably not. That's I was sort of thinking. I was thinking who'd be three. Who's going to be the better three? Um, Daryl Mitchell at three. Daryl Mitchell was Daryl. Yeah, or is it Conway at four and Mitchell at? Oh, Conway at three and Mitchell at four. I like. I think Conway is a run machine. Yeah, I think. But is Daryl Mitchell a good enough three? That's the question. I think. I think. I think Daryl Mitchell could easily bat four. Yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Daryl Mitchell can be aggressive after T and hit big shots. I'm comfortable with Daryl Mitchell playing four. Yeah. But I, I yeah, so Conway, if Kane Williamson retires, Devin Conway is basically the best batsman in the team with Tom yeah. Latham. One of the Tom Latham's opening those, so you know that's why yeah. I think you put if you're putting Conway at three, you're literally doing that. We're putting the best batter at three. That's Will I mean, Young is a fine opener, I think. And very capable. Um, we've that's a and basically Daryl Mitchell at four or yeah. uh, and then that's, we've got Henry that's the question. at five. Yeah, so that's the question I was having is is Daryl Mitchell a good enough four? Well, is Daryl Mitchell a good enough three? Devin is three, too long. And Devin is Devin being four so that you've got that or are we saying yeah that three is going to be our run machine as well it was, I yeah. feel like at least because if Kane Williamson is gone we're just gonna have to put Devin we're gonna have to put our best batsman in the most important position yeah you make a good point really like we he would be an amazing run, like I think though Daryl Mitchell is better suited to the four role than Henry Nichols. I think Henry Nichols has yeah. settled at five. Like he's good at facing the second new ball. He's yes. improved his game against Ben. He really needs to, like, other than Ravi Ashwin. And okay, Ravi Ashwin eats every left-hander for breakfast. Yeah. So. Yeah, he can't really um. Can't really um say anything about that. Yeah, like he just discount Ashwin. Just be like. How much of that was recorded? Uh, it's technically still recording. So I got up to. Um, okay, I did put in a cut so we can potentially cut in there and come back if need be. Yeah, um, we can. So we, yeah, do you want to start from? All right, so we just continue. Daryl Mitchell, if he's playing at four, and Henry Nichols is five, settled five now, then. And let's just quickly look over those games against. So Daryl Mitchell, uh, so Henry Nichols batted four in the games against Sri Lanka. Right. Um, in the second, not 
so he's batted there. Daryl Mitchell has been batting five, I think. Much of a muchness. If Henry Nichols is going to play four, he is going to have to really improve his game against spin, especially because we're touring India and we're touring um, Bangladesh. And yes, yeah. are we touring Pakistan as well? Let me just double check that. Sorry. Uh, let's see. New Zealand are touring Sri Lanka. So three places where he's gonna have to be on point against offspin. See, we're doing three subcontinental tours. When I look at this batting lineup, Daryl Mitchell's game against spin, great. Will Young, good record. I think he's had yeah. so far batting in the subcontinent. Devin Conway being absolutely gunning it in the IPL and I suspect he'll do well um, in India as well. Um, Oh, Tom Latham has a great record in India. Yeah. So it's Henry Nichols who's like the weak player in that lineup. Do we say he's a home only batter? And we bring in someone else? Yeah. Wondering that as well, like but at the same time he's played for so long and been decent enough, it's like just Yeah, just one thing. But maybe we do need to bring someone in and and look to to boss them as a number four or potentially number three with, with like Conway, with a, Devin, so. we need potentially somebody who is a uh, who is a specialist overseas uh, overseas subcontinent player like then do we run into the same problem as 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 um Ajaz and having player that's actually really good but we keep thinking them just as a oh they only play in spin friendly condition actually no they can play all the time they're that good also like who exists in New Zealand cricket yeah and who is this current who is this magical player that we haven't heard of that exactly. can do this well to be fair we have that magical player he's called Tom Latham he's already playing at the top yeah um is it worth discussing someone like potentially bringing in Michael Bracewell to play in India or um, oh. he uh, yeah well he was playing in the Sri Lankan um, series they just had yeah or Mark Chapman maybe Chapman yeah another maybe. younger player and potentially yeah, yeah. some uh, I don't know about Chapman's record against spin like Martin Guptel, I don't think should be brought back into the test side. Well, um, he's got two Ruchindra problems. Is Russian Ravindra worth trying out again? Potentially, mm, I think Chapman over Ravindra. I, I think Chapman, Chapman if, we're bad, if you're looking for a number four to back to be like okay, if because when do New Zealand play their first? series they're playing their first series against Bangladesh in Bangladesh and if if Nichols can't even hit it off the square in Bangladesh against spin bowling or off spin then we have to be like okay you are because okay, you it's no point replacing Henry Nichols 
for India because every lefty is bad in India. It's almost yeah. a thing of like, do we just not, maybe we just replace him just to get somebody who's right-handed because at least Mark Chapman, uh, no, like Mark Chapman's also a lefty, so he'll also get yeah. eaten by Ashwin. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So basically, do we just bring in Michael Bracewell for the, uh, and ma make him bat that high. Also, he bats left-handed too. What? Okay, yeah. so... Uh, I mean, do you go with a slightly unorthodox, like a Finn Allen, or a... For the men? Sure, it's open, right? No, yeah, that's a much better option. I was going to go with maybe maybe Finn <laughs> Allen, or Glenn Phillips, maybe even I Tim would Seifert. love to give Finn Allen a go. Um, yeah. I would love to give Finn Allen a go at playing number four or five in the test yeah. team. I think he he could do really well. Same with... Glenn Phillips, if he, mm. uh, but I think my only issue is that they're both also wicket keepers, and I don't want there to be issues if Tom Blundell has a bad game here, or there, and we're like, I think Blundell's doing well in his development as a uh, as a player for the team at the moment. Um, I mean, if we bring them, it's sort of, I mean, Finnellan's not right, so Finnellan's fine. You could bring him. And if you bring um, Seifert or, or, or Phillips, then you're, you're specifying them coming as a batter. Yeah, yeah. I think Glenn Phillips could definitely be um, someone to consider to bring into India as a. He's only played the one Test match. He's got a 50, so yeah. He can bat in the his first class record. He averages. 41 with the bat at a strike rate of 65 so he's no he's no mug as they say um, yeah and he played his test match against Australia and Sydney and like yeah, he didn't do that great but nobody did that great in that no. in that tournament so in that series so we can't really blame him Looking at Finn Allen's record, another right-handed bat. Um, obviously, he's never played a test. He's still quite young. Um, his first-class batting average is 19, the strike rate of 50. I think if we're going to bring someone, it has to be Glenn Phillips, looking at those numbers. Well, yeah. I if know you very... do that plan. Yeah. yeah. The only only thing Finn Allen's really bringing is being two years younger, whether you care enough about that, but I think, because the rest Glenn of them are getting a bit soft. Glenn like a legit first-class batsman, looking at his record. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Glenn Phillips, definitely. Um, that said, there's an argument for why not both, and play them in separate test matches, potentially. Like, you're yeah, gonna have a but this is assuming Nichols doesn't succeed in Bangladesh, which is not necessarily going to happen. Yeah. Um... And I'm not one of those I hate Henry Nichols crowd of players. I'm just suggesting like this is the situation here. Um, yeah. If we're touring India, the batting lineup other than Nichols looks solid. Do you bat Blundell at six? Or do we genuinely need to look at an all-rounder? Like would that be a Michael Bracewell position? Like in somewhere like India? Yeah. I think we need that. Um... Blundell at seven. Well, I suppose in Sri Lanka they played Blundell at six, then Bracewell at seven. So, 
I guess it depends on who the the all spinning all rounder is. But playing hey, in the subcontinent, spinning all rounder. Yeah, but I think that could be a bit of a floating position. Feel confident enough in, like, yeah. If it's Bracewell, looks like they prefer him at seven and Blundell at six. I think Blundell's game is good. Like Blundell, yeah, there's nothing, nothing wrong with Blundell. Blundell Blundell can bat six. I don't think it's beyond his capability. Oh, easily. I think Blundell could probably even bat five, really. The, the issue you're really getting is, is how much time do you want him to allow him to rest and recover from wicket-keeping for an innings in between. You know? yeah. That's more the, the question of where he bats to me. It's not like... If Tom Latham can bat four happily, I think Tom Blundell can bat six from a purely... Um, if we're looking at a purely like stamina workload, perspective, yeah. workload. I mean, he could probably even get five Blundell. I mean, Blundell, realistically, I think six. Like his first class record is thirty-eight for, uh, with the strike. Oh, no, six. 54. Six would be six or seven would be the more natural spots for him. The saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I would. We've got. Would you, you? Are you thinking we bat him at five and take? In oh. like six dollars. Potentially. As I was saying, I wouldn't feel horrible if he's batting at five. And there's probably better ways of balancing the team, but um, I think he's I think it's better that he's at six just because, you know, he doesn't feel any pressure and he's got you know he's exactly. still got time to bat. He's not he's batting with some batters. Because yeah. number seven I think if he's fit Carl Jameson. Yeah. That's the better option. If he's no. not fit, Tim Saldi. Yes. No, Saldi. No, not Saldi. Saldi just, yeah. He needs to be lower down. I think Saldi's max eight, really. So That's it, just a yeah, temperament. Saldi's an eight. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Saldi's an eight. I think Duffy and Henry will be the others. Henry will be the others. So I get an Ajaz Patel if you're yep. bringing a spinner. I think we've decided, you and I agree they need to have a spinner in New Zealand. Yes. And if they don't have a spinner in New Zealand, then they need to bring in Michael Bracewell. And if you're bringing in Michael Bracewell, I'm okay with Michael Bracewell being a six. I say, yeah, Bracewell and, and, and Blundell, six, seven, whatever order, don't care. What they feel happy with. I'd still, even yeah. in New Zealand, I'd still feel happier if it was a more specialist spinner than Bracewell, and I'm not not trying to sound bad about Bracewell. Lundell is a better first-class batter than yeah. Michael Bracewell. Well, I think that's so, why yeah. they're going 6-7, like 6 for Blundell, 7 yeah. for Bracewell in that round. I feel that yeah. Yeah, Bracewell perhaps, you know, that's, that's probably the right way around, but there's nothing that says it couldn't be the other way around if they really felt the need. But I... Sh I still feel like AJS needs to play in New Zealand. Like, uh, I agree. If AJS, I don't mind if in India, assuming we've got Kyle Jamieson and we've got Saudi playing, um, and we have Michael Bracewell potentially as an all-rounder, spinning all-rounder. <laughs> do you still go with two spinners? Because I still think I'd go with Ish and AJS Patel. Because we've got Daryl Mitchell to be like a third seamer. Yeah, so you have Saldi Henry. So are you dropping so, no, Nichols I, out? I, this thing, I would basically go no, only 
only Saldi and Jameson are our spinners. Uh, are AC, our yeah. and then but still, Patel, two. Patel, let's say, he's still dropping a banner out. Still dropping Mitchell, well, Nichols out then. Um, no, no, yeah. we've got five bowlers. Uh, so oh, Michael Bracewell still at six. Uh, Michael Bracewell at seven in this I'll lineup. Just, and then yeah. Jameson at eight. Um, Saldi at nine. And HS Patel at 10, Ish Sodi at 11, or rather Ish Sodi at 10 and HS Patel at 11. In sounds India. Yeah. In the subcontinent. No, that sounds good. I was I was counting back up from um, this kind of something. I was looking at the um, squad from Sri Lanka, the last Sri Lankan game, and counting up from the bottom, and was running into Mitchell too quickly. Because I don't think Dougie Bracewell is going to offer much in India. He'll no, be no. in the squad. Yeah. Um, I think Daryl Mitchell can happily take over. So this is the only thing is Carl Jamieson is not a specialist opening bowler. He's a first change, but I don't think that'll be too big an issue. He's going to have to suck it up and be like, oh, I've got my big pants on, big boy pants on. I can, I well, can be an opener. Yeah, bowler. he's going to get to use the new ball. I'm sure he's yeah. not going to complain, right? He's not going like, to complain. You get to hit the bat, go at the batters when they're. Uh, I think it's more about workloads that I'm worried about for those two. If you don't have a third steamer, they say you got got Mitchell there to be a bit of that. Yeah, but, but yeah. you're basically going with your spin, and if the spinners are having no joy, the three yeah. spinners, then you might be in trouble. But India usually play three spinners at home, so yeah. I, I feel like okay. a smart idea. It'd be fine. I, um, I think my only issue would home. be that my only issue would be with Jameson and batting because he's, you know, I know you're batting him at eight and that, but then are we putting too much pressure on him? Like, is that still going to be low enough pressure? That's his, yeah, no. I think that's the best batting position. Yeah. He gets to still bat, right? He gets to still bat. Yeah. Saudi at nine is fine, and then you've yeah, yeah. got the two, ten this and eleven. Is, yeah. It feels right. It just, yeah. Same time, it just, like, are we making best use of everything, uh, the more efficiency? Like, I don't I think, think you want to bat Jameson higher than eight. Technically, he's an all-rounder, so. I know he hasn't, hasn't been in a test match, but. In a test, well, he's got a 50 and yeah. he averages 19 in tests and his first class average is 18 i think it's a bit generous to call him an all-rounder okay fine i thought his first class i was remembering off the top of my head his first class average was better than that yeah so he's got 550 so he's can bat i'm yeah. not saying but i think that's a very classic number eight batting ability yeah, yeah. isn't it like no, 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 yeah. 19 yeah, he's averaging 19-ish with the 20-ish with the bat. Like, he might end up developing a good batting game and end up with, like, you know, something like in the mid, uh, in the, the early 20s as a batting average, and that's fine yeah. for a number eight. I think that's... No, yeah. that's fine. No, I, was saying, I was just obviously misremembering his first-class batting average. But it was a slightly higher than that. But he had a better, better batting record in first-class. Yeah, the was... I think the people in um, in the current first class structure who we can consider from a batting perspective are people like your Mark Chapman's, your mm. um, 
uh, Glenn Phillips's. Yeah. I think, I think though Glenn Phillips might get that opportunity, like this tournament, especially if we do have so many retirements. Also for test matches, like you know, if he's up, if he's available, Lucky Ferguson. Yeah. Would you take Lucky over Duffy? I think I would. You've got an out-and-out paste merchant, because that's actually a point of difference to... Yeah, yeah. And... Lockie's test record is... decent. His uh, test record is like... It's kind of a dot complete, because he's only played the one match. Yeah. And bowled 66 balls, so he's not really done much. No, no. Um, his, on his first, uh, first class, he's played 46 games. 75 innings with an average of 24. So he mm -hmm. is definitely a good bowler. No, definitely. In New a good Zealand bowler. conditions, especially. Uh, um, I imagine in Indian conditions he'll be handy because he is out and out pace. Yeah, yeah. And he bowls a lot in the subcontinent, so he knows what to do. The question becomes he's going to be like one of those bowlers who basically give you 15 overs a game 15 to 20 overs a game he's the anti neil wagner right Who can yeah exactly like well that's the problem is we, you're playing him you've really sort of got to drop one of the spinners for him really in that no case. i feel like you have to drop someone like ken duffy for him because matt henry's probably playing we agree mm -hmm. like duffy or henry in your opinion playing henry yeah, I agree with it could be Henry. Then like versus yeah. or Blair Tickner. And I think Blair Tickner's not as good as Henry. To be no, fair. No. Henry goes. We know what Henry's Blair in Tickner. the squad. Yeah. I think Henry's in the squad, yes. He goes long. Yeah. Henry and if you've got Lockie Ferguson, Matt Henry and Tim Saldi, you've got a varied bowling lineup. They're yeah. all doing something different and yeah, then yeah. you've got the uh, Ajaz Patel or Michael Bracewell in New Zealand this is your home bowling and mm. in India I think you can consider him over Duffy I think he should be ahead in the pecking order if once again he's available Lucky Ferguson yeah yeah there's, there's that no so the only issue I was thinking in um India with the extra spinners was just workloads of the bowlers more than anything. What I was sort of considering on the grounds that I think say Lockie won't be putting as many overs, so that yeah just I, falls more. Yeah, I this, think if you're off. you're bringing him in the right pitch, you're not doing it in the, all the games, right? It's a three-match series. Yeah, you're yeah. doing it in a game where you think he can make a difference. Because if you're playing Lockie Ferguson, he should be opening for you and he obviously should be, he should be opening with Tim Saudi with the new ball both ends of the innings but he may only get like two spells of like six oh, six seven overs each and then basically the um, you yeah. your workhorses are your spinners right yeah yeah no that's Tim Saudi is a decent can bowl a decent amount as well he can bowl 10 or 12 over stretches so yeah yeah i was just thinking that just especially if your spinners aren't getting any i know it's india so this is unlikely but but we were talking earlier about yeah well do we take three spinners and what happens if 
things you know aren't going the spinner's way you don't really who's been the third seamer to take the workload and if you have Lockie in there that's even more so like well you've just taken more seam workload off like seam we've load. also got Carl Jameson and now he's batting uh, fresh change because we've basically taken out Michael Bracewell yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so I mean, got... we are dropping down the two spinners so that's not so bad then yeah, 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 yeah. So instead of That's our all-rounder, quote-unquote, all-rounder in this lineup will become Carl Jamieson batting at seven. I told you it was an all-rounder. Didn't believe me before. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's a weakened batting lineup. Yeah, it is weakened. Himself, he's batting eight. Um, but we're hoping that it they make up for it with you know. You get the extra the extra pace there with Ferguson. Yeah, that so. And then you just got the two spinner, two out and out spinners to do it without a all rounder spinner. Yeah, unless because unless you think we should have Mike well, drop one of the mainline spinners for Michael Bracewell oh. to bat at seven, and I'm not sure you're getting enough extra batting to justify that. No, I don't think we are either. That was more my question originally. With when I, I did say we dropped him on the spinners, I sort of meant are we dropping Bracewell for? Ferguson in yeah. this hypothetical situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This hypothetical in India, like as a as a consideration, not like it's potentially worth trying out for one of the games. And I don't think he will have the fitness to play all three test matches. It's probably worthwhile, yeah. maybe even in the first test, just to see whether it how it goes, and then you can yeah. fall back to a more conservative one if it doesn't work out in the the second yeah. one with Bracewell. And if it does work out, he'd probably be able to play a second, play him the second one, and then then fall back yeah. to a conservative one for the third. Yeah. Really, yeah. Especially if they win the toss and bat first, right? You want to yeah. use aggression. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, just uh, the... Um, for the ODI World Cup, there is a qualifying tournament before the um, before the uh, uh, tournament starts. It's going to be played in Zimbabwe, as most of these tournaments are. So the Super League's bottom five were Ireland, the Netherlands, Sri Lanka, West Indies, and Zimbabwe. They're play the people who have qualified for the tournament are Nepal, Oman. Scotland, the UAE, and the uh, um, United States. So, and the turn, uh, basically it's been divided into two groups. Group A has Nepal, the Netherlands, the United States, with the West Indies and Zimbabwe, and we've, the second one's got Ireland, Oman, Scotland, Sri Lanka, and the UAE mm. like who obviously we think it's going to be the favorites are going to be the West Indies and Sri Lanka yeah. to qualify for this as the two full members but we, I think Zimbabwe at home are going to trouble teams yeah I think um, they can make it through and mm, there is a there's a potential there for Ireland as well. I think Ireland and Scotland yeah, are not I easy think. to beat Sri Lanka. I think it's very tough for me to say this. I just think that Sri Lanka 
Sri Lankan cricket, if they don't qualify for the World Cup, I think it's something that could give a shock to the system and, like, you know, change yeah. things in their cricket structure, like all these mistakes they've been doing. I feel like the West Indies are not that bad at the moment, and they're going to host no. the next T20 World Cup, so I kind of want them to be at this t- at this World Cup. Like, I wouldn't mind if it was the West Indies and Zimbabwe coming through. They go to a Super 6, right? So, it can be... Yeah. So, even maybe Ireland then? Yeah. West Indies and Ireland? West Indies and Zimbabwe? Yeah, I can see these happening. Say, maybe Sri Lanka I can see coming. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. 9th July is going to be when that team comes up. And then to that'll be the final two teams at the at the Cricket World Cup. Um, and then at the tournament this tournament obviously is gonna be in India. No group stages, everybody plays everybody. Um, Afghanistan, Australia, Bangladesh and England are already there. Uh, along with India, New Zealand, Pakistan, and South Africa. Um, yeah, and the tournament will be played uh, in gen- uh, They haven't yet decided? But the finals is on the 19th of November, 2023. I think they've got the um, schedule out somewhere. So it's from the 5th of October 2023 through to the 19th. of October. I think the first game is actually New Zealand-England, which is a repeat of the previous final. Oh. Um, at least that's what people at work were reporting. I'm not sure if that's... That would be pretty cool, I think, having the that would previous be World Cup. I will technically be in... in the states then nice. oh. it's a group stage what are the okay I'm not finding the schedule anywhere maybe it's in the ICC uh, official website <laughs> why did I think the ICC would be competent <laughs> no, I do, there is a, a schedule but it's on an official website that does have your first game on the is that no? No, no, that's not. I already have an ICC account. Fixtures um. released for ICC will. Ah, here we go. Yeah. That's the things that. No, that's the Spotify. The ICC don't like to make it easy for fans to work out what to do, yeah, and how to uh, how to follow their tournaments. It's a, it is possible it that my workmate was not understanding things or had looked somewhere weird. Was, yeah, it doesn't seem to have a schedule anywhere. Yeah, and potentially that's because we don't know who the final two. Yeah. People who are there yet, because they probably potentially won't, after knowing that, will decide how the games will play out. 
Which is interesting, because normally you just stick the qualifier 1, qualifier 2, and then just fill it in later. You know, everybody's got to play everybody anyway, it's a different one. Okay, I found it at the ICC tournament. The Okay, so this is for the qualifying tournament. But yeah, no, that's all I could find was the qualifying tournament one. There's nothing for the actual tournament in India. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I think it's not yet been decided. They're going to have a draw. Pro they're going to probably have that schedule done later. But yeah. At this stage, we just know that the finals are going to be in November of this yeah. year. And it's going to start in early October. And yeah, potentially. I'm. I might not be in the country for the beginning, but I'll definitely be there for the end. And because obviously it's New Zealand will play someone in the finals, obviously. right? Like that's what's happening. That that has been the trend for the last few um, World Cups. So yes, let's go with that. At the very least, we'll make the series. Yeah. Alright, if Pakistan boycott this World Cup, it's going to make it very uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, because uh, India didn't want to go play the Asia Cup in oh, Pakistan. Oh, yes, of course. Right, yes, I remember. That would make sense. See how they go. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah. We'll know more. We'll talk more as the finals come and as the next test world championship cycles go through. And, obviously, once the ODI World Cup qualifiers start, and we'll know more then and we'll follow it closely and that but for now i think that's all we have time for yep. thank you very much for listening and look forward to hearing from you next time catch you next time well that is the end thanks for listening all the way through if you liked what you heard be even more Find Sexball to Discord and a buy me a coffee. Pretty sure it's buy me a beer. Oh yeah, buy me a beer on buymeacoffee.com. In both these places, you can talk to us, and we may even listen. Especially if you do buy a said beer or coffee, I might still be confused. Yes, we're easily bribed. All links are in the show notes below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This is on YouTube. <laughs>